Welcome back, listeners. I am Sam. And I'm Ben. And this is Fall Risk. So we've got a pretty cool guy in this episode of Fall Risk. We have the fantastic Mr. Ben Schaefer on the show. So for a little background, is it okay if I tell everyone how I know you and how we met and that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. So in 2021, a handful of iFly Minneapolis tunnel instructors took a road trip to iFly Rosemont. Um, Megan Lundston had the whole thing set up basically where she, she did her training at, or in Chicago for her FITP. And, um, she, you were one of the instructors that Megan introduced us to like a hand of, of the handful of instructors we met there. And, um, you guys let us rip around for a few days. Uh, <laughs> you gave us a bunch of free coaching. Um, you helped us out work on a bunch of, uh, personal flight skills that we all needed checked off and you hung out with us after the fact. So it was a really cool time with a real like a bunch of really nice people um like very memorable very very cool like way to cement a, a new relationship it was fantastic yeah absolutely i mean it's it's all just flying right like it's yeah. fun like it's also fun like seeing people get better um mm-hmm. so i think you know it's you know i've i've met so many cool people within the sport and you know like tunnel flying is just like one sliver of that and mm-hmm. you know i've already gained some really great friendships out of it I mean, I think, um, Scotty, Scotty Kervick said something that kind of stuck with me. He like, he's like, what your, your instructors that travel to train. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we're working with a 12 foot and 12 foot tunnel, man. Like, come on. Of course yeah. we got it. We got to travel for some of this. Oh, um, yeah. but to be real, Megan and I still talk about those two trips we made in, in that winter. And like, she still name drops you and some of the other instructors on a regular basis when she talks about like her FITP days. Yeah. Um, but really what I think left a mark on on the instructors, like the group of us that went, um, is like how kind and inviting you guys were to us. Like you didn't know us, like you only knew us because of Megan, like we could have met yeah. anybody, but <laughs> but you guys went out of your way to like really kind of like let us into like your little circle for a weekend, you know, yeah. um, I can't speak for everybody else you know, but, but it personally made me feel included and seen and like lifted me up in a way I really needed because like the environment at our tunnel at that time was really not doing it (laughs) for for us. You know, um, we didn't really have like a lot of guidance or leadership at our tunnel during that time. Um, so it was super refreshing to hang out with a bunch of other instructors that donated our time and knowledge to us. So like, like, I just wanted to let you know, before we got started, like, you left a mark, like you're, you and that crew, like left a mark on us, you know, and, and, uh, we still talk about it to this. I'm glad, I'm glad that you had that. Like, uh, when you guys are coming down to visit us, we had such the coolest, uh, crew guys and and gals that worked there. Um, and you know, everybody was just like down to go rip. Like everybody was down to give coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, that whole team was just, uh, super fun. I mean, it was always hard, like getting done with a day of work and you're tired and you're worn out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Hey, do you guys want to go hang out straight FOMO? I was definitely <laughs> going out to hang out afterwards. Oh man. No, it was great. It was great. I'm so glad we did it. Cause we were like, should we, should we not, you know, given everything that's going on, like maybe like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just go. Let's give it a shot. Like, what do we got to lose? We're shut down right now. Yeah. We can't, we can't do anything like, you know, and, and you guys were open and flying. So I was like, all right, let's. <laughs> give her a rip let's do it <laughs> um and it ended up being really cool so thank you like thank yeah. you just right off the bat 
great way to great way to meet all of you guys like you know after having lurked some of you guys on instagram for a while like pretty cool pretty cool to, to meet you guys in that way so yeah yeah for sure all right now that all being said let's talk more about you okay because that's right. what we're here for right, um man. give me a rundown of when you started in skydiving you know when you started working at the tunnel jump numbers tunnel time hours like the works like tell me tell me all about it all right. So I, so we actually got to look quite a few years back and this is almost a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> um, so the whole reason I got, got into skydiving. So I, I was going to the university of Northern Iowa at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was super big into rock climbing at the time. And so I was, uh, you know, climbing and I was, I was guiding rock climbing trips and backpacking trips all over the country, uh, as part of their outdoor program. Mm-hmm. And so every year we would do, we would host like a climbing competition, um, there, there at the, the university walk rock wall. Yeah. And I met this, uh, sweet, sweet lady. Um, her name is Janet white. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was running a, a nonprofit organization called live action sports. And basically the organization was to help link people interested in getting into, um, you know, more extreme sports like skydiving and rock climbing and, and stuff like that stuff that there's not necessarily easy ways to get into. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the, spo- one of the sponsors, uh, okay. of the climbing comp. Um, so the further I got to know Janet, uh, come to find out her husband, Sean was on the belly world record that was hosted overseas. Um, and she was, she knew all these skydivers and I was like, Hey, Skydiving sounds pretty awesome. And actually the whole reason I wanted to get into skydiving was because I'd seen some videos about base jumping and I was like, Oh, this, this looks so cool. This is so rad. Um, but you know, upon further research, you need to learn how to skydive first, uh, Mm -hmm. before you start getting, um, into base jumping. So luckily, uh, was able to kind of culture that relationship and, um, she was able to introduce me to uh, a, a bunch of awesome skydivers that could kind of help me along in this mm-hmm. this journey uh, to get into skydiving. So um, at the time, you know, I was in college and uh, we all know how financial situations are in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, how am I going to pay for getting a license? Like, I can't afford this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Janet said, well, some people will pack parachutes to pay for skydiving. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this sounds like a great way for me to, pay, you know, subsidize my my uh-huh. skydiving adventure. Um, and so she met, introduced me to this guy um, named Mike Hoy, um, mm-hmm. who was kind of the head AFFI um, at a drop zone called Paradise Skydives, which is located in Vinton, Iowa. Um, right. And I had gotten to go out to like one of the social events that all their skydivers, all the skydivers from there they had a uh, like a potato launcher contest going <laughs> okay. on and so she said you know come by i'll introduce you to some people we'll we'll get you in and i was like all right perfect so introduce me to mike hoy uh-huh. and i had mentioned to mike i said you know hey i want to i want to learn how to pack because i want to do my license this upcoming year and he goes all right you know no questions no nothing yeah, let's, let's teach you how to pack. And so he was so nice. He let me, 
uh, like borrow one of his skydiving rigs. Okay. So I would I would take take my take his skydiving rig home and I would practice packing at my house, um, and I would practice for a week, uh, and then I would like go meet back up with him, and he would give me some feedback on how my packing was going. And mm -hmm. then he would give me a different rig because we all know like all rigs pack a little different, yep. you know, all canopies pack a little different. And so in this process kind of continued on until the start of the season. Um, and that's when, you know, I started my AFF uh, and was packing, you know, all weekend long. At, and at the time, you know, main pack jobs were five bucks a pack job. Mm -hmm. And so I would pack all weekend long and, by Sunday afternoon, I could do a fun jump if nice. the weather, obviously if the weather. And so I just continued that. Um, and that's how I subsidized all my packing. The best part was, is I was, um, I, I had all these packing clients. So once I got through my AFF, I also had rigs to borrow. So I would yeah. trade pack jobs for rig rentals uh, and the whole nine yards. So uh, really an easy way to subsidize it. And, and that's kind of really how I got started that's how the uh, smart ones do it you know uh, especially I, when you're young that's how you do it yeah I, I was definitely young so so i w did my aff in 2011 um and then also uh got to do it with amanda kubik which i don't know if you're Ooh, familiar with her i do know her yep yeah so yep. we we did our aff together uh which is crazy just to see like you know the directions each of us have gone with with skydiving uh ever since then but mm -hmm. Uh, that's how I got started. Uh, then continued jumping. Uh, like the following season, uh, I was doing. Uh, I ended up getting sent down to do my riggers rating because since I was packing so much, uh, the DZOs said, you know, hey, you should, you should get a riggers ticket. Uh -huh. uh, which at the time, if I knew what that what I was getting into, I don't know if I would have done it. But <laughs> <laughs> But it's been yeah. great. Like, um, you know, I still rig to this day and mostly just my own stuff uh, just because I'm too lazy to do the well, rest I mean, of it. I mean, at one point, I mean, we'll we'll get into it later, but at one point, weren't you fixing all of iFly Rosemont suits? Like, Yeah. Yeah. So I was doing a lot of a lot of suit repair, um, you know, and I, I've, you know, when I first got out into Chicago, I was also uh, doing some rigging and uh, like sewing repairs for um, Rock Sky Market. Okay. Um, there at CSC. Um, so it, and it was just like a way to subsidize like all the fun stuff that I like to do. Mm -hmm. um, because at the time I wasn't making that much money at the tunnel. So <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, <laughs> I needed money to play. <laughs> been there, been there. I know yep. exactly what you're talking about. Uh, that is super cool. That is a very intense, like very detailed start in skydiving. Um, I want to go back though to something that you talked about. This dude Whoever this guy was just let you take his rig home and practice like, man, that's a bold choice. What a different time that must have been. Cool. Yeah. You know, and it it was it was funny. So Mike Hoy, he ended up being my AFFI. Like yep. he went through my entire uh, AFF with me and he also like worked for the University of Northern Iowa. So we had that like general connection there. Plus, it was like an introduction through a friend that, you know, so it was like, this guy's not a complete idiot. Yeah. Okay. Just mostly. All right. No, I mean, like, man, that's a, I don't know that that would happen anymore today. Like, whew. I mean, people are pretty protective of rigs and yeah. 
I think Mike had like eight rigs at the time for some reason. <laughs> oh my God, I just got my second rig. Oh my God, I can't imagine having eight of them. That's nuts. I mean, it, it, I mean, just paying for the repacks on those for yeah. the year. <laughs> oh my God, I actually, I just had to think about that because I got to get everything sorted before April. And I'm like, man, it's going to be so much money in comparison to what it normally is. Oh, well, and, I mean, I had a cutaway like right at the end of the year and I was mm -hmm. like... Do I really want to get any more jumps in <laughs> or do I want to repack this? Yep. Uh, need, needless to say, it's still sitting in my closet uh, unpacked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the nice thing about it is you can do it rather than having to pay somebody else. So it's just yeah. a matter of like, do I want to work this hard or, or not? Yeah. You know, uh, that's that's always always the caveat. Like, do I really want to do this or do I not? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I get it. All right, cool. That sounds pretty. That sounds like a pretty cool intro to skydiving. Sounded like you were pretty young. How old were you when you started? Yeah, so I was like 20, 21, uh, okay. right when I started. Um, so that's, I mean, all of a sudden that's starting to be quite a few years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think about it as like, man, I've spent like at least a third of my life skydiving, which is, which is kind nuts? of insane. Isn't that nuts. Yeah, super nuts. I have, a, I have officially spent, oh my God, I haven't even thought about it. I've spent almost half my life now skydiving. Yeah. That's nuts. Oh my God. Yeah. That's nuts. Oh. Oh it, and it, it just makes it hurt a little on the inside, you yeah. know, <laughs> you're like, I'm well, not that old. I'm not like the FOGs, you know? Yeah. It's... <laughs> I mean, I started when I was 18, so it's a different, it's a totally different story. Like my parents were like, go get a job. And that's just where I ended up being. <laughs> so like, uh, I started really young with no world experience whatsoever. Like, so right. I, I can empathize with the whole, like, how am I going to afford this? You know, like, how do I make this work? Um, I just got like, my personal story is that I just got really lucky with how a lot of it played out. Yeah. Um, and like the connections I had at our, at our drop zone, but and I think just having a little bit of luck goes a long ways. Like, I mean, I think about how lucky I was to, you know, meet Mike and mm -hmm. for him to be generous enough mm -hmm. to like take the time to like help teach me how to do something yeah um that could help me pay for skydiving you know mm -hmm. it's not too many people one would put up the time and then to just let me take home yeah a skydiving rig <laughs> like, you, you know? said that and I was like what like oh yeah. my god I mean think about how life changed like how think about how special that that is though like when you create a relationship with someone like that who just takes you under their wing and allows you to do this stuff. Like it is life-changing without that experience that you had, like you wouldn't be where you're at, you know, like, oh. it would be completely different. Same thing for me. Like if I had not had the, the singular few experiences really like really uh, um, early on, like I wouldn't be where I am either, you know? Right. So it's like, that's, I mean, it, not to get too far into it, but I imagine it changes the way you approach newbie newbie skydivers or rookie skydivers you know yeah. in terms of teaching and, and like their progression like i think it also makes a difference on like when you have like the woofos that are like oh my god i want to get into skydiving mm -hmm. like how do i do it and mm -hmm. i i feel like since i had such like the people that i met were were just so open to talk about it and welcoming mm -hmm. into it yeah. that i i feel like i almost owe it to them to also share 
you know, how I got started, like who, who do you need to talk to? How do you, mm-hmm. how do you go about that? Yeah. Um, just because it was so, it made it much easier for me to get involved in the sport. Thinking about it as like, have I ever done that for somebody else? Like, have I ever mm-hmm. filled that role for someone else, you know, where I've made it achievable or change, like potentially had a hand in changing the trajectory of someone's life? Like, mm-hmm. man, that's a, that's a intense, heavy thought <laughs> <laughs> suddenly to suddenly think about, but it's, it's super true. Like those people that make um those core memories for us or like set us on this path like without those people we would not be where we are we our lives would look very very different so it's it's a curious thought to think (laughs) about like have i played that role in somebody else's life you know yeah and you know you never know like how that even just that small bit is is it like is it fanning the fire like Mm -hmm. it is that somebody that may not have decided to go out and maybe, maybe go for a tandem even at a minimum, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and I, I think for, I think we both have probably been that person that even just to get them to go do a tandem, like, Hey, this, this is everything that goes on. Cause you know how it is, even with just tandems, people are like, Oh, I'm so scared. Like, Mm -hmm. is my parachute going to fail? And it's like, well, here are the statistics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Uh, no, like it's, that's kind of, I mean, like that got real deep, really heavy or like really fast, <laughs> but, uh, but like, I hope someday, like I can look back or someone has this kind of conversation with me where they say, like, you were fundamental in my growth as a, you know, yeah. as a skydiver or as a part of this community. Like, I hope, I hope yeah. goals, right? Like goals. <laughs> I, I would be able to die happy. I think that's, I mean, to get even heavier here, <laughs> just a second, to take it even further, I think like one of my big things about like what I would be worried about, like dying early, you know, like, yeah. like dying young is like, I, I didn't have a chance to like impact anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think if someone said something like that to me or, you know, yeah, I think I would probably be like, oh. Okay. Like achieved. <laughs> Check. Check it off. I'm good. Later. <laughs> Got that off my bucket list. <laughs> good deal. Um. Anyway, let's like take it back into a lighter, <laughs> a lighter, a lighter place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, at what point did you start flying in the tunnel? Yeah. So I I guess really uh starting to fly in the tunnel. So I at the time um. So I was living in Des Moines and I was at a point where I was like sick of my job. Um, and I was just like, I'm, I'm ready to get out. Like I feel stuck. Uh, mm-hmm. I was in a, in a job where I, I couldn't really grow anywhere. There was nowhere to go. Uh, and I was just really bored with it, honestly. And so I had been looking for new jobs out in Chicago um, mm-hmm. Because I'd always loved Chicago. I'd spent like all of my college years, a lot of time in in Des Moines, like traveling back and forth to concerts because, you know, outside of skydiving, <laughs> I love going to concerts, uh, love going to music events, um, especially like electronic music events, which if you've ever been to Iowa, it's it it's not as big of a scene as it is out here. Mm-hmm. There is a scene, but it's it's not like what I was really looking for. Yeah. And so I was applying for jobs and I had like gotten some interviews and I, I, I thought I was good to go. And then all of a sudden they like pulled the rug out from under me. <laughs> and so I was feeling pretty defeated. And since I was out here, I was like, Hey, I've never done this. I fly thing. I think it'd be, be fun to just go fly. So I mm. flew 15 minutes uh, with one of the instructors in Lincoln park. I didn't realize that 
tunnel designs were different at the time. <laughs> Lincoln Park, for ex- for just to for the record, for anyone that doesn't know, it's Lincoln like the city, not Lincoln like the band. So it's not Lincoln Park the band. It's Lincoln Park. <laughs> I, somebody said that to me like when i when i first found out there were three tunnels and they're like oh it's 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 these it's uh what is it it's rosemont and it's um naperville naperville and it's lincoln park and i'm like wait what like lincoln park like that's what they named the tunnel like that seems <laughs> weird and then i saw it spelled out i was like oh, uh, uh, oh okay i got th- it so yeah th- you know think the guy with the really good beard <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> So, yeah, but I did like 15 minutes, uh, you know, and it had been like a couple of years since I fl- had done much flying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got busy with other things and um, also like, you know, Scott, I was expensive or something. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> so I hadn't been doing much jumping. Um, and so I decided, you know, hey, I'll go fly, you know, 15 minutes belly was getting some coaching just to just because I had flown before and, or I had skydived before. So I was like, you know, I'll just get a little coaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after I got done flying, uh, I was, got back to Des Moines, found out I, that other job had fallen through and, you know, out, out of curiosity, cause you know what they say, curiosity killed the cat, mm-hmm. uh, ended up like looking at iFly jobs. And so I was talking to my, my grandma at the time. I said, you know, I don't know what I want to do. You know, should I just apply? And she's like, well, do you think you'd have fun? And I go, yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. And so I had applied for, uh, uh, applied for an instructor position and months had gone by and Mm -hmm. didn't hear anything, you know, tried calling out nothing. (laughs) So I figured they (laughs) they were, they figured, ah, this guy's probably garbage. And, uh, didn't didn't call me back mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden um i get a call from the iFly rosemont tunnel and they said you know hey um would you be able to come in for an interview you know are you still interested and i was like yeah yeah i'm definitely interested so um drove back out to chicago and um did an interview uh goofed around chicago a little bit and then wasn't all that much much later and i get a call and they said hey um if you're interested you know, we got a job for you. Can you be here in four days? <laughs> Which was like, oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, especially it was like, I, I was moving my entire life, you know, yeah. I was picking up and moving and I didn't know where to live. I didn't have a place. And I just said, yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> just as I was like, all right, I guess I'm doing this. And so I wow. picked up and moved out. Uh, luckily I had some family like way out in the West Burbs uh, that said I could crash for a bit. And, mm-hmm. um, and then that, then it was time for FITP. Um, and at the time we were doing it at like five in the morning. So uh, where I was staying was about an hour commute uh, mm-hmm. to get to the Rosemont tunnel. So I would have to get up at like 3 AM so I could be on the road, be to the oh tunnel God. and be ready to go by 5 AM. Good God. So it was, uh, a tough shift in my sleep schedule um, because I was going to a pretty, I was pretty nocturnal at that time. Um, So to do like a complete 180 the other Mm -hmm. way was definitely a shift, especially, you know, you've gone through FITP. Yeah. uh, Like it is a, a physical marathon (laughs) to get through it. It's like boot Um, camp. I, I, yeah, I've never done boot camp, but if I, 
if boot camp makes me any bit as sore as what uh, uh, FIP FITP does, I, yeah. I think they're they're maybe on on a similar list. My God, I I it was a mental game for me. It was it was like a can I do this kind of situation? Like, am I gonna fail? Same. I mean, to be to be fair though, too, like the I went to Denver to do my training, and um, the name of the game there was like, don't bitch out. don't 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 bitch out and it was uh they they like they talked a really good game and um i don't know if they intentionally tried to psych us out or like like suss out who was gonna be you you know what i mean like suss out who was gonna be like the the weaklings or what but um a lot of the stuff they talked about was like mental your mental game and like can you do this and like are you ready and that kind of stuff and it gets into your brain and it messes with you a little bit like that was it was much more a, a mental game than it was a physical game for me like yeah i mean physically like i mean i i thought i was kind of in shape <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's i mean going in and being in the wind like that it, it's it's a whole new level of physical shape right mm-hmm. um it you know it's challenging you there but then it's also like i'm tired so i but i still have to be mentally in tune it's not like mm-hmm. i can just shut my brain off like i'm out running and yeah. just try and push through it's like no i still have to make good good decisions even though i'm exhausted mm-hmm. and I keep fighting so yeah. i i both sides of that during fitp are just super challenging yeah i mean we we had people puking like the first week I I don't know that we had anybody puke. There were moments where I thought I was going to pass out. Like yeah. while in the tunnel, I was like, I might lose consciousness because <laughs> I am pushing myself so hard. Like, and I'm breathing so hard. Um, it's a lot of conditioning. Like, I don't think I was ever in as good uh shape of like of like like stamina wise. You yeah. know, like being able to just go and go and go and go as I was uh, in FITP or shortly after that. Like, my dad is ex-military, so like I would call him. He's an ex-Marine and I would call him and be like, dad, I don't know if I can do this. And he would say this thing is like, just don't just, just keep going until they tell you to stop. And I was like, I can't yep. do that. And like, he's like, yes, you can. Like, just keep going until they tell you to stop. Just keep that in the back of your mind while you're going, like while you're doing this, like they're going to stop at some point, you know, just keep going. And then if you fall or you pass out, get back up, do it again. <laughs> just yep. keep going. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So mental game, man. It's definitely mental. So Ooh. much mental in that. And that, that even carries over, over into the flying too, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there's so many mental barriers I think we put up. Mm-hmm. Like when we're learning new skills, like, oh, I can't do this. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I'm afraid I'm going to smack the wall. <laughs> you yeah. know, well, stuff like that. Some of it's self-preservation, but, <laughs> you know, which is yeah. good. You should have that. But Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to a point. Yeah, to a point, right? You gotta you gotta lift the lift the uh, restrictions a little bit in order to like progress. You know, if you if you put too many heavy restrictions on yourself, you're never gonna go anywhere. But it's a it's a game of balances. It's a game of scales, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, layouts number one. <laughs> oh my god, layouts, dude, layouts. All right, that is like a whole nother topic though. <laughs> That's a whole nother Let's get back on track. We're off on a weird tangent right now. Um, do you have any instructor ratings in skydiving besides the tunnel? So I, I had a coach rating. Um, okay. I did let it lapse. Um, <laughs> whoops. Whoopsies. I mean. Are you going to get it back? 
you know, if if I find the need. Um, okay. Right now, it's you know, I'm I'm spending more time organizing and and shooting video uh, and just doing fun jumps that I don't know if I want to spend the time to uh, go coach you know the people on their license. That's fair. That's totally fair. It's it's more like a, I'm just I'm staying busy enough with you know, between camera flying and, mm-hmm. uh, organizing it's, I just don't have a lot of time to really be fully dedicated to like yeah. coaching a new skydiver. Yep. That's fair. Um, so where are you organizing at these days? So I, right now, uh, I'm organizing, uh, at my favorite drop zone in the world, uh, skydive Midwest. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, the sponsors for my MFS team, um, nice. by far, uh, the coolest crew of people, um, as well as the prettiest views uh, in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about the skydivers. I'm talking about yeah. the actual views. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's cool. Do you, for your MFS team, I mean, we're going to get into it later, but do you fly video for it or are you flying it? Yeah. So uh, I normally shoot video. Um, yeah. Granted here for indoor uh, skydiving, which is coming up here in a few weeks. Okay. Uh, I'm actually flying inside. So I uh, decided to get out from behind the camera uh and yeah. go jump it go fly inside what uh what discipline are you guys going into we're we're doing mfs well it's in tunnel terms they call it two-way yeah. vfs yeah, but yeah. it's it's really it's mfs because it has belly backgrounds in it too yep yep but just separately right yeah just separately yeah. you know okay. pe- people get nervous when you start doing belly and high speed in a tunnel you know <laughs> We'll get a little bit more into like the MFS stuff and the competition yeah. stuff in a little bit here, but um, just getting like a general sense of like who you are, what you're, yeah. what you do. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. Can you remember what your first jump was like at all? So, I think my first jump, I did like a training tandem. Okay. Uh, and that was like long before like like a tandem progression was kind of common. Mm-hmm common um yeah and i just remember like doing it with the owner of the drop the owner of paradise skydives and we like jumped out i remember like seeing the plane making a left hand turn to the turn down and Mm -hmm. i basically did a cat a um and then we got to the bottom everything was fine like i pull you know and we were jumping uh oh what are not sigmas, but the old, uh, old rigs, old tandem rigs. The vectors. I was funny because I was like, just it, anyway. Uh, but he got down and we we landed. Everything was cool. And then he goes, "So what do you remember from the jump?" And I was like, "I remember we got out of the plane and we did a left hand turn." And then I was like, "Was it a left hand turn? Was it a right hand turn?" <laughs> I started like second guessing myself all all the way along. Mm-hmm. Um, but ended up, I, I mean, I passed it. I did all right, nice. <laughs> but, uh, and, and that was kind of the kickoff and I was just like, oh my God, I got to keep doing this. Um, mm-hmm. the, the best part was, is I, I didn't tell, you know, any of my family I was going to do this. <laughs> um, and so I was like driving, you know, from the drop zone home and I like call my mom and I go, mom, you won't believe what I did today. She's like, oh, what'd you do? And I was like. I did a skydive and she goes, what you did? What? <laughs> um, 
needless to say, they they weren't impressed. <laughs> I, I went and hucked myself out of the plane. It honestly took quite a few years uh, before they were really like comfortable mm -hmm. uh, with me going out and jumping, uh, just because it was so foreign to them and like. You know, I, I didn't know anybody that had ever skydived really before um, mm -hmm. I got got started. So, like, it was just, you know, I grew up in a small town in Iowa. So, like, that people don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just a, it was such a big change for them to just see, see me do something, like, completely out of the ordinary. Like, rock climbing was one thing, but then all of a sudden to go from there to skydiving, they were just blown away. I mean, I'm glad your parents uh, eventually came around and like supported you a bit yeah you know? <laughs> yeah it it, it took a little while you know we I didn't really ease them into it either it wasn't like I teased the idea and then they got kind of okay with it it was like no I just did a skydive and then I, mm -hmm. kind of one of those ask for forgiveness rather than permission kind of situations yeah. Yeah. I get it I think I did that same thing with with my parents back in the day <laughs> uh, I was like literally Five minutes. I mean, they lived in the same town too. So I, I literally just said like, all right, mom, I called her. I was like, I'm going to go up into your tandem. I'll talk to you later. Okay. And then by the time I landed, they were on the ground, <laughs> they were there like at the drop zone. So, uh, that was kind of fun, but, um, what are you currently rocking in terms of a wing these days? Yeah. So I, I have a, uh, 96 comp velo that mm -hmm. I hate. <laughs> oh, why? Uh, I, so over my entire uh skydiving career i've had three cutaways mm -hmm. uh one was on jump 23 okay and then two were this year on that wing mm -hmm. um and i'm just tired of getting smacked uh, <laughs> uh, i'm i'm currently uh working towards acquiring a 90 vk okay um i ended up uh demoing one uh, at nationals last year and nice. uh, the openings are just beautiful and they're just <laughs> i i understand why everybody loves them now that's cool that's cool that's good um so, how many so that's three cutaways out of how many jumps uh so uh i'm a little embarrassed to say this but uh, uh i am a terrible logger so <gasps> it's probably yeah. it's probably somewhere in the like eight nine hundred i okay. don't know right. um I That's fair. Well, and so here, here's my excuse, and we all know what excuses are. They're like assholes. Everyone's got one. They all stink. <laughs> um, so I was, I was packing to pay for skydives, so mm -hmm. I didn't take the time to log because yeah. I was packing in between jumps. So. Mm -hmm. That's that's my excuse and my story, and I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> and these were the days before Burble, too, so like you couldn't just yeah. go back and look at it. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. At the time, like that was long before any place around me had burble mm -hmm. and so like all the manifest sheets were on paper and then transferred to a dry erase board in the hangar yeah uh, so so it's not like you just go back and check your burble mm -hmm. oh i did 12 jumps today yep. you know yep. i get it that's okay lots of people are like that don't worry about it i'm not but lots of people are like that i am like anal about <laughs> about logging I mean, base jumps, on the other hand, very anal. I yeah. I write I write a full story after everyone. Um, I think that's important, but it's you know that's different. Mm -hmm. uh, just because you're talking about conditions and like how you got mm -hmm. into places, and mm -hmm. you know if you had people yelling at you or like yeah. exit points or stuff like that. So it's a reference. It's different. Yeah, it's a reference book. I get it. Yeah. 
I get it. Okay, cool. That's neat. Um, what do you like to do outside of skydiving and flying? Kind of hobbies yeah. you Um, uh, so one, uh, I mentioned earlier, I go to a lot of concerts. Um, I like going to music festivals. I'm actually going to EDC Las Vegas here in May, which I'm super stoked about. Um, <laughs> I guess they t- they basically rent out every LED like west of the Mississippi oh, wow. uh, for for that one one event. Um, and then I also um, over the last like few years uh, started like back in 2020, got getting into like one wheels, um, electric unicycles. Um, so oh, I do God. quite a bit of, I do a lot of it. Um, so I, so it started, uh, one of my, one of my skydiving friends was like, dude, you should get the, get a one wheel. There's so much fun. And you know, the tunnel was shut down for COVID and I was bored and needed something to do. And mm-hmm. so I happened to find a good deal on one. And so I was like, how I was spending most of my days is it was hop on the board and go ride. Um, cause even though everyone's like, oh, it'd be so great to be off. It gets so old, so fast. So boring. Um, yep. it, I don't know if I've ever been so bored as like during COVID and could not work. Um, especially for somebody like me that needs to be doing something and s- staying activated and, you know, just staying busy. Like it was yeah. painful. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I feel you on that one. Like very similar situation Yeah, up here too as well. Yeah. Oh, I get it. All right. Uh, that's cool. Um, You talked a little bit about rock climbing too. You still do that or no? You know, I go through some streaks. Um, okay. So I climbed so much when I was in college, I kind of got a little burnt out and a little bored with like mm-hmm. gym climbing. Yep. And so every once in a while I'll get a wild hair and I'll get like, <laughs> a gym membership for like three or four months to go climb at the gym. Mm-hmm. But ultimately I just get bored and I want to go climb outside. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, when you live in Chicago, there is not much outdoor climbing, yeah. uh, within, you know, two hours, even, mm-hmm. um, it's like, you either got to go all the way to Southern Illinois or like devil's Lake, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Those are like the close places or Kentucky, which is amazing climbing, but it's still, you know, a six or eight hour drive just to get mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. You got to turn it into a trip instead of a, just a day thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there was something close, more than likely would do more of it, but mm-hmm. logistically it's not easy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. That's un- that's understandable. Um, we're going to switch gears here for a second. We're going to go into kind of some generic questionnaire. Ooh. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, what's your favorite thing about skydiving? So I think my favorite part of skydiving is is mostly just the people. Okay. Like, if you think about like when, when you first skyd- started skydiving, it was like, holy, holy shit, I'm jumping out of an airplane right now. And I'm learning to fly on my belly. Um, but I think some of some of my fondest memories have come like from, you know, at the end of the day, like sitting around a bonfire, having a beer, just yeah. like talking about all the fun jumps, um, you know, and, and then you end up meeting so, so many people, you know, after you stay in the sport long enough that next thing you know, like wherever you go, there's somebody that you know, right? Mm-hmm. You, it's this huge network of friends. And yeah. I think that's probably one of my favorite parts. Um, uh, just the people. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously there's, there's some egos around, but, um, I think you're going to find that anywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, and that's like a popular, that's a popular uh, answer too, as well as like the community is really the thing that gets people to stay and stick around, you know? So. Yeah, cool. I think, and I think that's also why it's, it's so important when we have people that are just starting jumping, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're these brand new baby birds, you know? <laughs> And I think that's one of the things that we do really well at Scott at Midwest is, mm -hmm. you know, like try and get them involved and they have, you know, social events and, you know, we have organizers just for uh, new jumpers and, mm -hmm. and just getting them involved. I think one, the more you get involved, the easier it is to, yeah. for those people to just continue jumping, mm -hmm. you know, you're dragging them down the rabbit hole of like, let's keep spending money in skydiving. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Cool. I like that um to counter that though what's your least favorite thing about skydiving uh least favorite um yeah mm, i mean packing who doesn't like <laughs> who really <laughs> who enjoys who just enjoys going it? out and you know packing yeah uh, did you pack ever did you ever see that movie start that that uh remake star trek like uh with chris pine and um, oh yeah Zachary Quinto right so yep. like you remember you remember the drill scene where like they're skydiving and they're tracking down to the drill and they've got like the they've got the ones that like they punch on their chest and the yep. whole the whole uh canopy comes out and then they punch it again and all gets right back into the into the pack like that right there is what we need <laughs> I mean I, th I if I could come up with an idea of how to make that work <laughs> uh I would be a millionaire overnight you would oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah maybe maybe that's that's my next uh my next big project to sell your million dollar parachute. idea <laughs> yeah you know that could end up being a, a multi-billion dollar idea if we mm -hmm. just you know granted we would have to then you know people would have that and we wouldn't have packers yeah. you know paying for to get into the sport so i mean double-edged sword mm-hmm absolutely agree but pretty cool technology if you ever figured out how to do it yeah i i think we could figure it out i mean I you're mean, you're working at the i mean the company you work for is that something you guys would would even like potentially take on or ooh. like is that like the right line of like work there or no no i mean okay. we're <laughs> we're like straight artificial intelligence okay. uh that's kind of like our space so unfortunately uh, I'm going to have to find a different financial backer All for right, that project. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to double check. I didn't want to assume. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 Um, if you could go anywhere in the world to skydive, where would you go? Ooh, I think, you know, I think somewhere, somewhere in Europe, um, so that I could do like the two for one special, be able to skydive and, and base jump. jump. Yeah. I think jump in, jumping in like doing base jumps in europe in europe would be so much fun mm -hmm. um but also i think all the skydiving would be fun too yeah there's would a lot you... of really good flyers out of europe uh-huh would you go to like Voss or would you go to italy Ooh, i don't even know <laughs> i okay. i think i think uh i would need to get you know somebody that i know that's been there to like really feel comfortable to go out and yeah be be ripping out some jumps out there totally fair totally or fair. at least or at least like a friend that i really trust jumping to where i could be like hey let's talk through this yeah yeah yeah. i get it all right cool um of all the things that you've ever tried in skydiving which is your favorite discipline what do you like doing the most Ooh, i 
you know, honestly, it's it's been recent, um, but like shooting more video has been really engaging for me um, and like get me really excited about about jumping. Um, I think that's that and organizing is just it, it's such a puzzle. Right. So mm-hmm. especially with like organizing, it's like you bring this group of people together. They all have different levels of skill. Um, and then still trying to figure out a jump that's going to be fun and mm-hmm. challenging for everybody, uh, but not like leaving anybody out. Um, I think that's been probably one of my favorite parts because um, it's just a puzzle, right? And and then seeing that progression, like if you have the same group and you're working with them throughout the day and, you know, those those locals that you're working with throughout the whole season and just seeing them progress. Mm-hmm. As well as like, you know, on the camera side, like pushing myself, like how close can I get? Mm-hmm. Um, can I make sure I'm in a better position to catch a better shot? Yeah. Uh, I think like one challenges me personally and then, well, they both challenge me personally, but one's, you know, completely, you know, pers- a personal challenge for me. And then mm-hmm. one, you know, you get to see the outcome uh, with the progression of other jumpers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that. Um, when did you do your first space jump? So it was probably about a year or so after I started at the tunnel. Um, have you ever heard of the event bridge day in West Virginia? So we had been working at the tunnel. Um, and one of my coworkers, Ben Statler, which I think you've met him. Mm -hmm. Uh, he had started like acquiring like base jumping equipment and, (laughs) He goes, yo, do you, do you want to go to bridge day? And I was like, (laughs) hell yes, I'm definitely going. Um, and yeah, so that was probably about three years ago, uh, two or three years ago and went down there, um, was hurriedly cause they, it was like a 250 jump minimum, which I had the jumps, but I didn't have them logged because I'm a terrible logger. So on the way down, like hurriedly going through like all of my jumps on my altimeter and okay. writing them all down uh, to make sure I would hit the minimums. Mm-hmm. And we did a one day, like, here's how you jump uh, off the bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no packing, but I was a rigger at the time. So I had been watching, you know, base packing videos, which is probably, I'm almost embarrassed to say that, <laughs> but uh, because you should probably learn from somebody, but yeah. I was a rigger at the time. And so it's like, this is a thousand foot bridge. Like, yeah, keep the line straight. You're probably going to be okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. uh, But so that's kind of how it all went down. Did one of those. I ended up doing uh, like four base jumps uh, on my first day of base jumping. Um, Yeah, it was, it was an experience for sure. And it's also not like, if you know anything about uh, bridge day, it is, you know, a mass of base jumpers. So for somebody doing their first jumps, not all the base jumpers are like the most mm-hmm. nice. Um, yeah. So my second base jump ever at bridge day, um, I decided to go stowed, did went handheld on the first one. And so I was like counting it down. I was like three, two, one. And I step off and this guy goes, wait, 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 wait. And so you just see me like reach back for my pilot shoot in the video. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, he's just being an asshole. Yeah. And so I held it for like two or three more seconds before I pitched. Uh-huh. But it 
I my heart almost fell right out my asshole on that. Not nice, man. <laughs> guy, not nice guy. Right. Oh gosh, not cool. Not cool. Glad you're definitely okay. not cool. I not survived, cool, but not it, cool. It, yeah, not cool. It it was funny at the end of the day because I ended up running into the guy later that night because they do like a big like post bridge day party. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You're an asshole." <laughs> when yeah. I ran into him, yeah. Um, but it was like looking back on it, it's hilarious. But at the time, I was a little pissed. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. Like totally fair. I think I would be pretty upset too. Be like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck were you thinking? Like, yeah. I'm already having this internal battle in my brain to step off this bridge, and then you do that Why to me. Why would you like... do that? Like, yeah, no, I get it. All right, that's not very nice. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, how many base jumps are you up to these days? Um, so I think I'm right around like 65 or so, um, over a third of them are off of buildings. Um, Um, what's the goal for you? Like in regards to base jumping, like, where do you want to go with it? What's, what's the thing that keeps you doing it? I don't, you know, I don't really know what the goal is right now. Um, uh, I've been pretty tame here lately. Um, you know, just waiting for, uh, you know, good opportunities to pre- present themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I really want to do a, another like bridge trip just to go, go do some fun stuff. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think I've got like one gainer under my belt, uh, yeah. which was kind of thrown at me the last bridge day I did. Um, I was riding up, up. So there's a bus that takes you from like the landing area up to the exit point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my buddy's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I don't know, whatever. I, I'm just going to go hop this thing. And as I'm like getting my gear check, because they do a gear check on everybody before they get up to the platform. Mm-hmm. And he's like, get up here, get up here. He's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, you're going to do a gainer off the left. This person's going to do a go and throw off the center. And then I'm going to do a double off the, off the, off the right hand side. We're up next. And I was like, wait i don't have any time to think about this and uh i did it anyway uh and it was it was fine (laughs) but i mean once again it's a thousand foot bridge uh that's the thing it's like that's darn near skydive in base jumping terms i'm trying to find so while you were talking i was having a um uh i've been i've been doing a bunch of research about uh movies like skydiving movies and stuff like that and i was looking into the triple x base jump stunt off that oh, bridge do you remember that movie do you remember i remember that movie yeah okay all right and i was just like i just watched that and i saw the bridge and i was trying to place it and you were talking about bridge day and i'm like i don't think that's the right one no but i had to look at it while i was while i was like while you were talking just to be just to clarify but it's in california so it's different yeah different that makes bridge. sense it's called the forest hill bridge the forest in, hill in the sierra nevada foothills in eastern california okay so, yeah. Hmm. yeah yeah add, add one to my bucket list of right? things to jump <laughs> off of yeah it looks very rocky on the bottom with the river underneath it so maybe do a a really i mean i'm sure you will but make sure you do a really good scout <laughs> hey or you just or you just dunk it in the water or I mean, that yeah. Yeah, yeah that was my first year at bridge day you know, I was like, I'm not going to land in the water. And the whole time they're telling you just land in the water because they have these rescue crews that come and they pluck you out of the river. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's also like the third week of October every year. So it's kind of cold. The water is mm-hmm. cold. Plus then you're cold, you're cold and wet. 
all day. Well, you've yeah. only got six hours to jump. Yep. And of course, me being the person that wants to maximize what I put into this, mm -hmm. uh, it was like, because it's like a $70 registration. It's like, do I want to pay for one $70, $70 jump or mm -hmm. do I go make four and make it, you know, significantly cheaper? And yep. so, of course, I was, I, I went for the, for the gravel <laughs> on the last one, like I was like stalling my canopy a little bit because those are like the first few times I'd flown a base canopy and they fly just so much different mm -hmm. um, than like a typical skydiving wing or mm -hmm. skydiving wing. And uh, finally, I was like, you know what? The hell with it. It's the last jump of the day. I didn't want to like break my ankle on the last jump of the day either. And so I just mm -hmm. dumped her in the river. Okay. And those crews are so good. They're yeah. like. They're to you within 30 seconds. They help you get your rig and dump the water out of your canopy. And then you just have a wet ride back to the hotel. Do you get to jump from that bridge year round or is it specifically only on that day? Yeah. So bridge, the new river gorge bridge, which is where they host bridge day. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually on like national park service land. So it's uh, okay. only, only available to jump for about six hours uh, every single year. Okay. Um, but that's it. it I wish it was like the the Twin Falls Bridge, the Potato mm -hmm. Bridge, the potato because bridge. it's all it's in Idaho. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean that would be make it so much easier. But also, I think they have enough going on, and un unlike the Potato Bridge, there's not like a like a walking path, yeah, uh, where people could jump. So that's uh totally fair. Um, I don't really know much about the ins and outs of base. I don't really have any interest personally in getting into base. Um, but it is interesting to to hear other people talk about it. Like, I don't think I will ever do it. I've never been motivated to try it. But um, like I said, it's, it's cool to hear uh, more in-depth accounts from people versus just watching videos and hearing about yeah. the, like the I silly stories, you know. And I think like the the part of base that I like the most is not necessarily like the jump. Um, it's more like let's figure out how we can get in here. How how yeah. are we going to enter? And then like then okay, I I can I figured out how I want to get to the top. All right, now where am I going to land? Mm -hmm. um, and then you know do I do I have the skills to put it in this this landing area? Okay, we're going to transition a little bit, okay? We're going to move move into talking about tunnel, okay? Okay. Um I think we might have touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'd like to hear a little bit more of a fleshed out explanation about why you decided to become a tunnel instructor. Yeah. So, uh like I mentioned earlier, like it was like I was ready for a change. Uh, mm -hmm. I was looking for an excuse to move to Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, and when I got offered the job to come work at the tunnel, it kind of killed two birds with one stone. So mm -hmm. one, I was able to move to Chicago, which was like always a dream. I wanted to live there, uh, live here. Um, mm -hmm. And then two, um, it was a chance for me to like change things up. Um, you know, when I, I was feeling like I was in a rut and just needed mm -hmm. a change. Plus it was like, I had already done like that 15 minutes of flying. I was like, this was super fun. I want to do more of it. And it was a way for me to like, learn, you know, cause I had asked some people and it's so like, Oh, it's a great way to like learn how to fly. You get to fly a bunch. Mm -hmm. You learn really quickly um, and, and learn how to fly really well. Um, and yeah. so it was like an excuse for, so it killed like quite a few, <laughs> quite a few birds <laughs> with one stone for me. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, how long were you a tunnel instructor for? Like, how long did you work there for? 
Yeah, so I was probably right around three and a half years of like full time with a little bit of part time at the end um, as I was transitioning into my new job. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was going pretty solid for three, three and a half years. Okay. All right. Um, What was your favorite thing about working there? Like, what did you enjoy doing the most? Yeah, I think uh, there's like two pieces. So like one was... One, we had like a super cool group of people uh, mm-hmm. that I was working with, um, and all of us were really, really driven to like fly and, you know, progress and get better, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we were flying with Garrett, so, you know, Garrett was there. So it was like, we always had like, you know, that person that we're like, oh man, I want to be like that. I want to be mm-hmm. that good, you know? Yeah. And so we were pushing pretty hard. Um, so like seeing like the growth in myself and my flight skills and how that was progressing. Um, but I think the other piece that I really enjoyed was just like seeing people like when, when the, when the tiles click together, they're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I got that. You know, yeah. you know, when you can look in, into somebody's face when you're teaching them how to do like turns and then you j- just see the light bulb and they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. I got this figured out. So this is how this works. Oh, this is so cool. And just like seeing everybody get like that excitement because mm-hmm now they've they've figured it out and they've learned a new skill and so i think that was really fun for me we did a ton of coaching at our tunnel right away there was like three four instructors who really like had a lot of coaching um a lot of the time i mean ours was a really unique situation though we started a a tunnel in a place that had never had one before so there's a ton of people that we had already made a bunch of connections with you know for years and years um at that point like and now we're the people at the tunnel so they're coming to us um so i i definitely can uh understand like how special it is to see people you know that you've known for a long time or that you've made a really good relationship with suddenly like unlock new levels or new achievements and like watching their face and like you know, seeing the light bulb switch on, like, that's pretty cool. That's a, it's a very special. Even like first timers, like, you know, just mm-hmm. random people, you know, see them get like so stoked about like, oh my gosh, I just flew all on mm-hmm. my own, you know, like, yeah, you know, and just to see how jacked they were about it. Like even on those days where you're like on your seventh class of the day mm-hmm. and you're just exhausted, um, like mm-hmm. that helps give you that extra boost uh, to get through the end of the day. Yeah. Kids were, I mean, I didn't teach too many kids when I was there, but kids were a lot of fun too. Like, um, especially kids, like you could tell weren't like, you know, weren't like the most, uh, like the, I, I hesitate to say awkward, but like the awkward, you know, the awkward yeah. kids, you know, who like, yeah. Or those kids that are just like super, you know, they, their parents drug them there yeah. and they're like super nervous uh-huh. and you just look at them. You're like, I got you like mm-hmm. just deep breath and mm-hmm. they start leaning in. And then all of a sudden they, they just, they, you get in there and you just feel them just take that deep breath and then they start yeah. flying really good. And then you're like, I, you step out and you show them your hands. They're like, you're doing it. And they're mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah. my gosh. You know, you know, you know what that job really made you good at was talking people through stressful, like emotional yeah. states, like especially kids, because it could swing. It seemed like it swung either way. They were either super jazzed or terrified of the entire experience. There was never yeah. like a, eh, there was no happy, yeah, yeah, no happy medium. <laughs> no, it was like, it was either one or the other, you know? And so you got really good at talking 
really um what's the word I'm looking for? Really um unreasonable. Yeah. You know, personalities because they're kids like they they either go full tilt or they don't. And so they don't have that medium, typically like that medium level. So right. being able to talk that kind of unreasonable personality through, yeah. you know, like through that type of uh, experience, like you get really good at handling stressful situations with very volatile uh, uh, mood swings, yeah. <laughs> you know. I think the the biggest skill you learn is just being able to like talk in like that calm, cool, collected, like, mm -hmm. hey, like everything's going to be fine as mm -hmm. they're like in a mild panic, you yeah. know, and it's like, I promise, like, I'll let you hold on to my hand and I've mm -hmm. got you the whole time. Yeah. And then sometimes like, and I'm sure uh, it, as you learned how to fly, like sometimes I'm like, just hold on to my hand and I will be yeah. okay. <laughs> as you're learning those, <laughs> as you're learning some of those flight skills, it's like, just mm -hmm. hold my hand, please. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Layouts, man. Layouts. Layouts. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, layouts. Uh, yeah. Like that's, that's a, that's a great way to look at it. I like that a lot. Um, if you had one piece of advice though, for someone who is looking into getting into the tunnel instructor game right now, like I, okay. So to preface this, I know how you feel about the tunnel <laughs> game right now. Like, yep. uh, but, but I mean, the re the reality is that, is that some people are still going to want to chase that dream, yep. you know, and they're still going to want to like try and get the most out of that situation. So, um, keeping it G rated, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what kind of, um, advice would you look or would you give to someone right now trying to get into the tunnel instructor game? Yeah, I think anybody that's looking to get in the tunnel instructor game, uh, one, look for a franchise tunnel. Okay. Um, if, if that's not an option for you, just just go in there with your plan. Like, yeah. go, you know, if, if there's a certain flight skill you want to get to, or if there's like a coaching skill you want to earn, like, mm -hmm. make sure you gain those skills. Because let's be honest, tunnel is very hard on your body. So mm -hmm. just stay focused, get what you want out of it. Mm -hmm. And then once you got what you wanted out of it, get out. I think like I, you know, there, there's some, some people that can, you know, spend a long time there and, mm -hmm. and they do really well. Um, sometimes it takes having the right crew there. I think mm -hmm. I was so lucky because I had just an awesome crew of people to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and people that were excited about flying. Yeah. Um, but I think mostly just, you know, stay focused. What what skills do you want to learn? And mm -hmm. then once you get those, find an exit. <laughs> awesome. Um, so you're a man of many talents, but you've been getting into MFS recently, like within the last yeah. year, two years. Like how long has it been? Yeah, last year was uh last year was my first year uh nice. getting involved with MFS. Cool. Uh, which is actually kind of an interesting story of okay. how I got into it. that. So, <laughs> you know, I so at the beginning of the season, I actually had no intentions uh, of joining an MFS team. Um, and so one of the one of the teams, Scott of Midwest Ballistics, uh, who uh, two of my most favorite people in the world, um, mm -hmm. they they were out there getting started with training. Um, but their video guy wasn't there. And I said to him, I was like, Hey guys, like, you know, I want to, I want to learn, do more, more camera flying and more video flying. You know, if you have some days where your video guy can't be the, be here, I said, let me know. I'd be happy to come shoot some video. That's something that I want to work on. Mm -hmm. And I think it was either like later that weekend or, or the following weekend, I get a message from them 
and they said, hey, so we talked to our vid video guy and he doesn't necessarily have as much time to go video as we'd like. Mm -hmm. You know, would would you be down to come fly video for us? And I, at first I was, you know, because their video flyer is like a friend of mine. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, I don't want to step on any toes. And they go, no, we've talked to him. He's cool with it. We've talked to the DZO. They're cool with it. And I was like, all right, well, sign me up. I'm in. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they, I was going to get to go learn how to fly MFS. Um, I think the biggest thing that gets me really excited about MFS Mm -hmm. Is all the speed changes, you you can't be good at one or two things. You have to be good at all of them. Yep. Um, and really, I and I think uh, Waz was just talking about it on on his podcast about MFS mm -hmm. uh, with Joey Baker um, and those guys. And you know, MFS is is one of those uh, events that's now starting to really gain some traction. Um, mm -hmm. just because it's so difficult. Um, it granted there's a, there's a great, like, you know, all the, all the different categories as far as like intermediate advanced, mm -hmm. you know, pro and everything, but you can't just be good at belly or you can't just be good at head up. Like mm -hmm. you have to be able to fly it all. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people are finally seeing how much fun it is, especially cause you can go out do a two way team, um, you know, pretty, pretty low barrier of entry to, to get mm -hmm. started. Um, and I, I really think if you, in the next like three to five years, like MFS is going to be taking over a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the other areas of skydiving, just because, yeah. you know, people want to do everything and, you know, there's mm -hmm. some disciplines that are so locked down by a couple top teams that, you know, it makes it difficult to be competitive and still keep it fun. Mm -hmm. That is, that is like one of my personal goals is to either be, I mean, ideally I'd like to fly camera for that team, like for, for an MFS team, but I'll, I'll take what I can get right now, <laughs> like at least yeah. this summer. Um, uh, that would be my, my end goal is now I have all the skills to fly it. Like I have all, yep. I can do all of the, the four, you know, disciplines to like do it. <laughs> um, so I'm like, and my goal has always been to be a can like primarily a camera flyer. When I stop working in skydiving, I would like to just continuously be a camera flyer for creativity yeah. and like, you know, like make my own stuff. Yeah. Um, so like, that's my goal. So I will be hounding you <laughs> this summer <laughs> while I'm out there. Yeah. Uh, for all the deets um yeah. yeah yeah it's i can't wait i can't wait yeah no come on out you know and, and i also want to make sure i plug my team scott of midwest ballistics um yeah, yeah. they've been so great like they just i literally had very little like video flying experience um you know i met them like through them training at the tunnel while i was working mm -hmm. there kind of built that relationship and they're just like well you can fly the stuff yeah you you got a camera let's let's go shoot the video um mm -hmm. and so i think it it was just nice because they were pretty patient with me um you know getting used to like exiting with them and like where i needed to be and mm -hmm. and so um because that that was also like a, a big thing is like i was learning this whole new skill set while still trying to fly all the all the things and all the orientations mm -hmm. uh and so they were pretty patient with me that's cool um so, but it was a great learning experience and, you know, 
they've been great the mm-hmm. whole the whole all of last season cool well i'm happy for you man that's awesome that sounds like an exciting adventure for the next couple of years to see where that goes yeah you know yeah. And, and like we always say like what things are going to get me excited about skydiving and and that that was kind of my this is going to get me excited about skydiving there's so mm-hmm. many disciplines and so it was just like a new journey and a new adventure for me to learn mm-hmm. cool 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 i like that um so if you had one piece of advice for someone who's looking to get into it because uh i am looking to get into it <laughs> uh if you're if you had one piece of advice for looking or for someone who's looking to get into competitive MFS or VFS for that matter, like indoor VFS, like what yeah. would it be? What kind of suggestion would you make to someone like that yeah. um, about where to go and what to do like to get started? Yeah, I think ultimately to get started, decide that you're going to just do it. Um, <laughs> so I think I think a lot of times people are can, can be intimidated by joining teams and, uh, you know, oh, well, I'm not going to be that good. Um, or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know where to start. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many drop zones that have competitive teams. They can help guide you. I know that like Scott at Midwest is super great there. There's a ton of really good teams that train out there um, and super helpful as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and also there's people like us uh, will help point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but just start. I mean, even if, you know, you're just getting into it, you know, find a buddy that you're, you're doing fun jumps with anyway and say, Hey, let's, let's try this team. It doesn't even have to necessarily be like the most serious training, mm-hmm. everything, you know, yeah. just go out and, and try it. It's a good way. Cause it's going to put you, you know, when you start doing some of the different draws, it's going to push you, push you and your skills, um, to a level that you didn't know that was possible at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately just keep having fun. I yeah. think that's like one of the coolest things about Scott of, flying with Scott of West Ballistics is we decided we were just going to make sure we had fun every day. Um, and I think, you know, instead of getting too serious or too burnt out, like, yeah. Hey guys, you know, at the end of the day, we'd be like the heck with this training jump. Let's, let's go for a fun jump, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And I think just keeping, keeping that attitude, you know, you're going to get a lot farther. Yeah. All right. But ultimately, make the first step. Just just decide you're going to do it. Just decide you're going to do it and throw throw together a team. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, I think people get so caught up in like, I'm not ready. I can't do it. You know, like just figure out how you can do it within the parameters that you currently have. And then like set yeah. goals after the fact of like where you need to like what you need to fix and what you need to pay more attention to, you know? Yeah. And there's there's so like there's so many things that you're you're going to have to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's like if you make that first step, find out what things you're good at. You're mm-hmm. also going to find out what, what stuff you need to work on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that gives you a little more guided approach to like, what skills do I need to work on? Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you kind of a framework to kind of weed what things you are and are not good at. Yeah. So. Um, I'm currently experiencing that with a few people up here who are like interested in doing it, but feel like they can't, you know, because mm-hmm. of the current situation, like current, like skill level. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would love to do like a four way VFS team indoors, like an indoor yeah. team. I would love to do, uh, like film in MFS team, but it's just a matter of like getting the people in the surrounding area who are capable yeah. of doing that. Like, motivated and mentally like yeah you can do this we can do this like they're like let's just give it a shot let's try it let's see how it goes you know and then figure out how to move forward from there all right um well do you do you have time to play a game really quick 
Sure, let's do it. Trying to end these things on like kind of a funny, funny note. Um, So this game is called 20 Questions. It's the same typical 20 questions that we typically play with only a few caveats. Okay, so the first first thing is that uh, I am always going to be an inanimate object. I will never be a live person or or a live animal or anything. I will always, always, always be an inanimate object and I will have to do with skydiving. Okay. okay. It will always be something. It's never going to be something that could potentially be used for skydiving it is very much a skydiving related like inanimate object okay all right does that sound good sounds good let's do it okay um i will also preface this with that whether or not you'll find me at the tunnel or or if it's like strictly just skydiving Okay? okay cool all right let's see i've got a list here of like things all right i got one i am only going to be at the at the tunnel you will always find only find me at the tunnel. Okay. Um, you have 20 questions. I will keep track. If you get to question 10 and you need a hint, you let me know and I will give you a hint. All right. Okay. All right. Go Sounds town. good. Uh, will I be found within the tunnel itself? Yes. All right. That eliminates a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, am I found in the plenum? No. Um, am I found up near the fans? Like in the attic or? Yeah, or... Up, up top, up top. No. All right. So we're in the flight chamber somewhere. <laughs> All right. Which limits it, which limits it. Like you're going to figure this one out really fast. <laughs> All right. Um, is it something I have to replace regularly? No. Okay. Um, does it get snotty nose fi- kid fingerprints on it? No. Okay. I mean, if it did, damn. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, is it in the antechamber? No. No. So it is in the flight chamber. All right. Um, is it uh, one of the lights? No. All right. It's not the glass. Um, am I bright? You can see me really well. How about that? All right. Um, are you an instructor? Oh, you're not a person. Nope. nope <laughs> not nope, a person. Nope. I'm not a person. Nope. Um, well, I'll count that one. <laughs> oh, dang it. Man. I won't count that one. I won't count that all right, one. All right. All right. All right. I mean, I caught it pretty quick. Yeah. Um, is it... Is it door hood? Nope. Nope. So no lights. Is it? Mm. <laughs> and it's bright. Yeah. Or, huh? There's not much in there. Lights. Turn vanes. I mean, turn vites are. You said very visible. But I wouldn't consider them bright. Now I'm wondering if ever I'm pretty sure every tunnel has this. So ours for sure did. But I'm pretty sure every tunnel has this. Um, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> strobe lights. Nope. Okay. Have Have I hit ten yet? Uh, yes. You are I'll at eleven. A, I will take a hint. Okay. Um. You cannot remove me from inside the tunnel. Ooh, 
<laughs> I mean, that's not really much of a hint, I guess. But most of the stuff that's in there, you can't really remove. So, huh? Interesting. <laughs> it, I mean, there's in the flight chamber of the tunnel. There is not much. Yeah. Uh, is it like the diffuser? Um, part of the diffuser. Part of the diffuser. Yeah. Okay. Man, I. What if it <laughs> turns out that it's something that I didn't have at my tunnel? <laughs> this is. What, I would be sad, and then I would. I would scrap all of this and do it again. <laughs> uh. I'm pretty sure. Is it a top-down uh, camera? No. No. That's not in the tunnel. It's on the outside of the tunnel. Yeah, the porthole. Yeah. Uh, the pedo tubes are not in the flight chamber. The door? Nope. <laughs> Am I gonna hate you? When, when... Uh probably. Because now I'm I'm second guessing whether or not you actually had this in your tunnel. I'm pretty sure it's in there. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure all tunnels, all iFly tunnels, at least have this. Like the flight lights. No. Is that a question or no? I uh, I'll I'll count it. That was okay. that was okay. definitely You have five more. Five more questions. Five more. Five more. All right. I will help you with one more hint. Okay. If you want. Sure. Okay. I am in the diffuser. Okay. But I don't come off. I stay where I am. I don't come off. <laughs> Tunnel boogers. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the only things that are in the diffuser are like the lights. Mm -hmm. What else? And the turn vanes. What else is up there? Megan's probably listening to this, being like, Ben! <laughs> she's going to, yeah, she's going to hate me. Um, or she's also being like, what else is up there? <laughs> <laughs> There's. Like the iFly logos. There you go. You uh, got it. Good job. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That was painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like one of those things we don't think about because we never sit up there and just stare at them. You know, like they, they're just there. Like, no, we're not. too busy doing cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you want, if you have time, if you want, we can play one where I try and guess yours. You try and stump me. Um, Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a minute to think. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Hmm. All right, I have one. Okay. Um. And I don't have anything to write down, so you keep track of how many okay. questions you. All right. So um, strictly I... with skydiving. Strictly skydiving, not and not it at the tunnel. Not at the tunnel. Strictly okay. skydiving, inanimate object. Okay. Am I an electronic? No. Okay. That that like <laughs> that gets rid of like half our stuff. That, yeah, that gets <laughs> that gets rid of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I've played this with a few people already. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Uh, do I stay in the hangar? Do I stay in the draw or in the in the building? No. Okay. All right, that is two. I'm gonna write these down. One, two. Um, am I a piece of gear? Yes. Just out of curiosity, how specific are we going? Are we going like a general piece of gear? Or are we looking for a specific type? Uh, it's a, 
I would say it's I'm not gonna make it's not a it's a general piece of gear. Okay. I will right. I won't make you I won't make you choose like the exact make and model. Okay. That would be okay. that would be mean. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Okay. Am I part of the plane? No. Okay. Which also knocks out a lot. <laughs> yeah, knocks out a lot of things, right? Um Okay. Am I made of fabric? No. Okay. But it can't have fabric on it. Got it. Okay. Um. So it's something I I get. I am wearable. Is what you're saying? I'm wearable. Yeah. Okay. Am I part of a rig? Um, I would say the majority of the time, yes. Majority of the time, yes. Okay. But it doesn't have to be. Okay. So it's part of your rig. It can be made of fabric. Not No, that's not what I said. It could have fabric on it. Could, could have fabric on it. Sorry. Just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. Am I used on actual skydives? Sometimes. Sometimes. So it can, it's not electronic. It has fabric on it, or it could have fabric on it. It's part of the rig, typically part of the rig. Do I have magnets? No. No, okay, no magnets. All right, that takes out a slider keeper. Did you say I can be worn? Yes. Yeah, okay. Part of the rig, though. Could have fabric on it. Am I inside the rig? Uh, no. Okay, not, I'm on the... Not typically. I would, I would say no. Okay, I'm not on the inside of the rig. I'm on the outside of the rig. Am I stow bands? Like the... Nope. No? Okay. Not stow bands. Um... I will also give you a hint at ten if you like. Well, I'm at eleven now, so. Oh, do you do you want one? <laughs> sure. All right. I will say this item is used more in one discipline than any other. Am I a bungee cord? No. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Am I a uh, am I a um, chest mounted altimeter? Nope. No. Oh, damn it. I thought I was going to have that with crew. Fuck. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, more than discipline. I'm part and I'm part of the rig typically, huh? Yeah. <sighs> you're going to hate. The... You're going to hate me. <laughs> you're going to hate me. The... I'm not on the inside of the rig, typically on the outside. Mm, I'm not electronic. I'm sometimes there's fabric on me. Yeah, think of what things what things you put on your rig that's not a canopy. On the outside. That I take on skydives? Yeah, you take them on skydives. I mean the only thing that's coming to mind that I would put on my rig besides a canopy is like a, a, a like a, a gear bag, but you wouldn't take that with you on a skydive. 
you said you said a discipline earlier that you should tr probably follow down that path. <laughs> okay. Um, I talked about camera flying. I talked about VFS. I talked no, like during during this twenty questions, you said a discipline. Crew. Should, I talked yeah, about crew. Should, okay. You should probably go down that road. I don't know anything about crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of like what I've seen. Um, so it's not. Oh, am I a hook knife? You are a hook <laughs> knife. <laughs> I shouldn't have given you the. That's the... nice. I led. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely led you down that road. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, I got it too. I got to fourteen. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> uh, that one took me a while. Nice job, bud. Hey. <laughs> Uh, if I should, I should have said plastic. Am I made out of plastic or metal? But then I was trying to figure out, like, am I a a slider keeper or like, yeah. All right, cool. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. The real question: find... Do you do you jump with a hook knife? I do. I do have a I... hook knife on both my rigs. Yeah. So I, I'm rocking that bench made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Subtle plug sponsor me bench made. Nice. That'd be great. <laughs> uh. I have never used one, but I have it just in case. I have one just in case. Yep. Yeah. I haven't yeah. had to use one. Knock on wood. I think um, it would be, I would have to use it more likely in the plane than I would in the sky. Knock on wood. Um, I've heard more <laughs> stories. I've heard more stories of people having to use it like for seatbelts and stuff in the plane than yeah. they do like on actual jumps. Yeah. Know? How many times have, how many videos have you seen where like somebody like steps out of a, a 182 and then it's just hanging off the side of the yeah. plane? I've, um, I've seen one out of the pack. I think my friend, I think it was a pack. Maybe it was a caravan, but my friend Dustin, when he was out in uh, California showed us a video of him having to um, slice off a seatbelt for someone who, um, who was sitting right in the door and just like went out without taking his uh, seatbelt off. Man, I just, you know, I'm in such a habit. Like the second I can take it off, I'm taking mm -hmm. it off. Yep. You know, yep. I just, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how you make it to altitude with that thing on. I mean, it's, it's one of those things like, like the hook knife is, is it's like, you probably will never use it, but it's always nice to have, you know? I mean, like, I'd rather have it, not need it than need it. Yeah. Not have it. Yep. So Yep, I I feel you on that. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was a good one. Good job, man. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm trying to trying to give you a challenge. I yeah. mean, you, you've been practicing these. Yeah, that so. was a good one. Some of them have been kind of like meh, so so, but like some like some of them are really good. Like there's there's a few that I was thinking of while I was uh, doing this and I, or while I was going through it, and I was like, ooh, I got to write that one down because that's a <laughs> good one. Like, <laughs> all right, cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Um, Ben. To kind of wrap this up, uh, I just want to say like wholeheartedly thank you for taking yeah. the time to be be here and like <laughs> be on my show and yeah, no worries. I, I'm actually now like super jacked that you're gonna be uh, out of Scott Midwest. I'm I'm super stoked. Well, by the time this drops, it will be shortly before I make the transition out there anyway. So yeah. like, I'll see you pretty much straight away after this. Like hopefully, fingers crossed. Perfect. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see what happens. Like, uh, going to a new place is always a little nerve wracking, especially since I've spent so much time in this area, but, um, yeah. I'm excited for a new adventure and to make the most of the last few years that I have in me in terms of like skydiving instruction, you know, yeah. like ready to make new connections, ready to, you know, try out something new. I'm, I'm yeah. pumped. 
Get ready. I will, I will also probably crew. be. <laughs> I will also probably be having meltdowns like right <laughs> away when I go out there, but I'm bringing my dog with me this time, like on a, on a new adventure. So things should be a little bit more manageable, I think, with yeah. uh, with a with another human being or another not yeah. human being, but another living creature. So, <laughs> well, just remember, like you've got like such a cool crew of people out here, like you know, just yeah. lean on us. Like it's something new and different, but we're all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, uh, I'm I'm a really good Chicago tour guide. Uh, I don't know if you found <laughs> out, but uh, please let me know. I'm happy to show you around. Sounds good. Uh, I'm pumped. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's nice also knowing people beforehand. Yeah. You know, going down like you and Ben, and um, there's a handful. There will be a handful of other like Baldwin jumpers that'll be down there regularly. So, yep. um, uh, it it'll be nice to like have people to lean on, you know, and not just, Oh, for sure. I'm not one of those people that can just like pick up and move and like not have anything. Like <laughs> I have full blown like panic attacks and meltdowns. And like, I'm on the phone with my parents. Just being like, well, I don't know why I did this. this is a bad idea. So, so yeah, like it'll be, it'll be really nice. Like, I think it'll, I think I'm hes- hesitantly hopeful about, <laughs> about things yeah. going a little for this particular transition. So awesome. Well, yeah. I'm stoked for it. Let's Thank you. let's let's do some fun jumps. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm I'm um, ready. Teach me everything you know about video playing. You know, <laughs> teach me all of the things. Uh, I know some stuff. We'll we'll <laughs> we'll make up the rest as we go. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Um so thank you dude. Thank you so much. Means a lot. Really appreciate yes. it. Can't wait for what comes next. Um, we're going to leave it there for everyone listening. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Have fun. Be safe. Safe jumps. Blue skies to everyone. Bye.